This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta and this is episode 392 from a very muggy and humid Delhi. Also right at the outset I would like to inform everybody today is my birthday August 4th 19 19- Happy birthday to, whatever. Thank you, sir. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday. But thank you so much. Although the point was not being to be wished here, the point was that all our uh, subscribers, what you can do if you're wondering, not that you many will will get if you're wondering what can you get me as a birthday present? You can maybe buy a subscription for your friends, relatives, family, anyone. And uh, Mufat Khors are listening to this in shorter half the format. A 300 rupee gift is not that hard. So just go on to newsline.com, click on subscribe and pay to keep news free you can send me an email i will send you a thank you from the bottom of my heart as a birthday gift so let's see if my birthday can spike our subscriptions by at least 5% if not 10 <laughs> so so that is the aim of the exercise it is also uh, kishor kumar's birthday Oh. So, but I don't have his singing skills, <laughs> and also Sunil Chhetri's birthday. I don't have his football skills either. So you can make me feel a little better about my worthless life by maybe demonstrating that I have skills of convincing you to subscribe <laughs> to News Laundry. On that note, let me introduce our panel in the studio with me is Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand, how are you? Hello, uh, Raman Kripal. Hi, sir. Hi. Joining us on the phone line from Chennai is Jayshree. Hi, Jayshree. Hi. And our guest today, joining us from Kolkata in Bengal, is Monidipa Banerjee. Hi, Monidipa. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having me on this show. Yes, a pleasure. Uh, most of our audience should be familiar with Monidipa. She has reported for NDT for twenty-eight years. I'm sure anyone who's been watching news has watched her many, many reports. Uh, she now writes mainly on West Bengal. Uh, you don't report for NDTV anymore, do you? No, no. I have uh, sort of kind of moved on from January onwards. Uh, just decided to look out for new adventures. So yeah, no, I'm not with NDTV anymore. It was heartbreak and a very hard break, but uh, just got too old to run around after politicians with mics. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But we look forward to you writing. Uh, maybe for us. Uh, yes, you know, why not? If if uh, we we shall discuss that offline. Certainly. Uh, but before we get into the discussion, and there is lots to discuss on Bengal, which has been in the headlines for the much of last week. Jayshree shall give us the headlines. Thank you, Jayshree. Yeah. So here's the headlines for the week. The ED on Monday interrogated former minister and suspended TMC leader Partha Chatterjee and his associate Arpita Mukherjee for hours in connection with a school staff recruitment scam. Our uh, charge is alleged it's a conspiracy. The BJP told him, "Then you please name the plotters." The TMC, which suspended Chatterjee soon after, has also announced a major organizational reshuffle, appointing new office bearers at the district level. And among the new ministers to take oath is former BJP guy Babul Supriyo. The ED on Sunday night arrested Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Rao, whose Mumbai house was searched for nine hours. He's been remanded to the ED's custody till today, till August fourth. There's an issue about freebies. The center has said it's in favor to end freebies by political parties. The Supreme Court has now said that we need a committee to look at freebie issues and suggest measures. In updates in the National Herald case, the ED on Wednesday sealed the premises of Young Indian Private Limited. This is situated in Delhi's Herald House building. The ED also attached assets worth over 400 crores of two Maharashtra builders in the Yes Bank Diwan Housing money laundering case. In Manipur, protests have broken out after the tabling of two bills. These deal with powers that are granted to hill area committees and autonomous district councils. 
Meanwhile, in Delhi, there's a Tiranga war going on in the lead up to India's 75th Independence Day. The center is running the Hargar Tiranga campaign. Congress leaders are posting pictures of Nehru with the flag. And I think Kejriwal is holding an event today as well. World record setting event. <laughs> Very exciting. Right. It'll be rained out for sure. But mm. anyway. News from the Delhi High Court. It says that residents cannot be evicted threatening to bulldoze their homes without prior notice. The Delhi High Court has also suspended the four-year prison term of former Haryana Chief Minister Om Prakash Chautala. He's been imposed with a five lakh rupee fine. There's an update in the Malagaon blast case where a forensic expert said traces of explosives were found in several articles, including a Vespa that is allegedly registered in Pragya Thakur's name. Pragya Thakur is a BJP MP who was an accused in the case. Uh, yesterday, the centre withdrew the personal data protection bill after a joint committee recommended 81 changes in the proposed law. The death toll in Kerala due to rain and landslides has increased to 18. Six more deaths were recorded on Tuesday. This is quite exciting. LIC has broken into the latest Fortune Global 500 list. Yeah, that's pretty well, amazing. Reliance, mm. Reliance has jumped 51 places. Mm. The US President Joe Biden has confirmed that the US has killed Al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri in a drone strike in Afghanistan. Also in the US, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi controversially visited Taiwan, despite warnings from China. She's the most senior US government official to visit in 25 years. And finally, nice news for India and the Commonwealth Games. India's medal tally has now reached 13. So that's nice. the headlines. In fact, um, some of the sports that I wasn't even aware are Commonwealth Games sports like that. Ball. That ball. What ball? It basically, it's on this, it's just on this ground and you just roll a ball. It's like bowling, but without the nine pins and a smaller ball. Oh. I've seen it in movies like the Queen doing it and stuff, you know, just like lawn bowling. Yeah, yeah, correct that one. <laughs> ah, so I wasn't aware that, and we won some sort of an award Our in team a, a metal. Women have won. Yeah, women have won that. So, um, whether Trinamool likes it or not, the fact of the matter is that this case has embarrassed it, perhaps more than the previous cases. You know, the whole one with Sharda. Remember 2013? Yes. When lakhs of people lost their savings and a whole lot of uh, Trinamool leaders uh, were allegedly involved. They were um, you know, taken into custody. They spent time in jail and then they're all out on bail. That was one. Then again, 2016, we had Narda, where we you know, had pictures allegedly of those Trinamool leaders taking cash. You saw the cash over there, but... You know, it was a small amount. Somebody took five, somebody took 10. But here, <laughs> the kind of money that people saw on television is something that we have never seen before, I think. But by anywhere in the country. But and therefore, very, very difficult to dismiss it and deny it and say, oh, there is some kind of association. It's uh, definitely a personal one, but clearly with a very strong business angle. Can you tell but us she has about come that? down quite harshly on her, right? Oh. Like she's been claiming that the money is not hers. The TMC has been sort of scoffing at her and saying, well, that's for the ED to decide and all. So, I mean, but they're being quite diplomatic about Chatterjee, but they're pretty much throwing Arpita under the bus. But the irony is, you know, right now, the courts are looking into cases related to jobs offered in 2016. But, you know, as the protests grow over this whole situation, we are having applicants coming for jobs offered in 2012, saying we have also been cheated. So it's a mess. Basically, people who did not qualify for the exams or who were lower in the merit list uh, after the tests taken for these jobs, 
those people seem to have got uh, got jobs so yeah i i mean i personally don't buy that you know the party leadership would not have known but i think one thing that is clear is that mamta banerjee is on the back foot i mean there is a political price to pay and i mean, clearly this gentleman is important enough not to be just abandoned so either he's politically you know a heavyweight or you know he has too much dope on the party but the one thing that really gets me when i see such halls and i'd like to you know get the other panel panelists involved is a when you have that kind of money just lying around i'm sure there's and he, i'm certain he's not the only one i mean officially on bjp's books there are 5000 crores off books i don't know how many thousand crores there'll be across the country in the flats of various politicians and their friends i mean if this money is to be deployed effectively i i genuinely believe that one could significantly kind of um have an impact on poverty i i understand india is a huge country and that like close to a billion people who don't have basic you know lifestyle that would be considered uh, you know but even so and as a news professional you know because we are always crouching for investments or from here there you know for 50 crore i don't know how these guys are not able to turn the narrative the nature of the scam is a bit different from other uh, forms of siphoning of money because uh, uh, it vindicates the cut money allegations that have been leveled against tmc and uh, even before last assembly elections the cut money factor was uh, uh, highlighted by opposition parties and uh, the nature of corruption is that here the bribe giver the bribe giver is uh, uh, normally in and the corruption cases where there is greasing of palms the bribe giver also uh, it's seen in poor moral light but here the bribe giver apart from few cases of uh, connected people as monedipa pointed out most of them would have been poor people who would have just uh, managed some resources here from here and there to get a a stable government job in his um, schools so the moral deficit is not here on bribe giver but the bribe taker in these kind of cases suffers a jolt in moral jolt in public perceptions it is different from other forms of corruption where you have politicians taking uh, um, cut money for uh, some projects from industrialists and they so Uh, in public perception that uh, is uh, not very uh, you can say what uh, denting in sense of public perception because uh, uh, people as you said take for granted that uh, the politicians would be making money like this but uh, when it comes to something of their uh, everyday life for which they are aspiring like a government job and a politician is seen as a villain in that mm. that 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 has a more damaging effect i mean i'm sure sanjay raut is kicking himself because we're talking about all these crows and crows being found whereas i think the ed found like 11 lakhs yeah. on account of catch <laughs> like some piddling amount in comparison to everyone else but i mean i think even liberals with the most like rose tinted glasses wouldn't think opposition parties are clean of corruption i think at some level we expect corruption to be fitted in everywhere but i would agree with monidipa that the reason why this one is sort of blowing up is also just because the visual of it like 
I think it's quite fascinating. Like you assume in this day and age that corruption of the scale is far more sophisticated, you know, like Swiss bank accounts, fancy yeah. money laundering. But people are still literally stashing tens of crores of notes in a flat and bags of gold and jewelry. I mean, one, it's a sign of brazenness. I mean, I assume that you have no fear of consequence. But two, like for the, the TMC is on the back foot only because this is the most transparent, classic symptom of corruption, these bags of cash. And it is brilliant. Like game shops in Chennai are running out of chessboards because people are really buying it. They put up art installations across the city. They've created like little chessboards in random public spaces. So if you want to sit down and have, play a match, you can. So they've really gone all out to do it. And then some point along the way, the central government realized that this great international event is happening is happening in Tamil Nadu, but that they weren't involved in it. Mm. And this event coming to Chennai was Stalin's initiative. It is entirely funded by the TN government. So what? So the BGP tried to sort of take over it by launching the torch relay without even inviting or informing the Tamil Nadu government. Then what they did in Madras was equally stupid in that they the day before Modi came, uh, BJP workers took to the streets and all the posters announcing the Chess Olympiad have Stalin's face on it. So they start, tried to stick Modi's face over Stalin's face. <laughs> and these make for very bad photo ops. Then they wanted to organize a walkout of a meeting in Coimbatore where they were discussing plans for the Chess Olympiad. So they're like, all our like, members are going to get together and stage a walkout because Modi's name had not been mentioned. It was only 10 of them. So the 10 of them staged a most pathetic walkout shouting slogans against the DMK. And so it's sort of devolved into a very cartoonish sort of villainry. So therefore, Modi coming, I mean, Stalin has the opportunity to be the bigger man because the was BJP this, is... Was this Stalin's not, posters being twisted with Modi's face? Was it covered in the local Tamil media? Yeah, yeah, widely. There are lots of sil- very silly videos also. So that must have had the opposite effect. Yeah, that was a disastrous backlash. Yeah, yeah, very disastrous. And so anyway, so Modi came down and Modi speaking in Tamil, I mean, he has a long history of speaking in tongues. So he said some few words. We were later informed that the Prime Minister is speaking in Tamil. So, but I mean, of his sins, these are one of the fewest of his flaws. National events are eye-openers of the what commitment yeah. is. But how national is Also, from late 80s and early 90s, uh, the chess revolution in India was Vishwanathan Anand-inspired ones. Mm. He is from Tamil Nadu. Mm. Though most of his chess learning was abroad because his father was in Indian railways, is posted abroad. So, uh, But, but he, that also has an impact and... Now also the boy, 15-year boy or 14-year yeah. who who, uh, who had defeated Carlson. Um, yes. Also, um, I think that was a an online game, but he had he is also from Tamil Nadu. And uh, when Vishnathan Anand was rising, there were grandmasters like uh, like Devendu Barua was one, and uh, later he had one from. Perhaps he was from Maharashtra, I may be wrong. Praveen Thipse oh, was, yes. yes. So, uh, but uh, of course, uh, uh, Vishnathan Anand never discarded his TN identity. And uh, uh, even uh, he lived in Madrid for a long time. Mm-hmm. He made Madrid his base uh, for a tr- lot of training. And they have a long group of seconds who are very qualified people the seconds mm-hmm. they, they themselves are grandmasters right. so but his base was madrid spain he lived long there 
So there's a really good um, anecdote on how in 2012, I think Vishwanand was in Moscow to play a World Chess Championship and Putin had invited him to his home for tea or something. So he asked Anand, when did, when did you really start getting into chess? And Anand said that he'd learned it at the Soviet Cultural Center in Madras. Because the Soviet Cultural Center was the predominant sort of club that, that started chess as a sort of passion in Madras in the early days. So then Putin replied, um, things oh so we brought this upon ourselves <laughs> i think that really does illustrate like how right. just the sort of ties that chess has to yeah uh, and and because from kasparov karpov there were all these russians who dominated chess and now of yeah, course yeah i think he was one of the first arjun was one of the first non soviet world hmm. champions the color saffron it is such a lovely color but don't you you'll have some comment acha tu visanka ho gaya you know lord ram the color saffron the greeting you know to ram has been this aap is trying to do that with the color kesari baba ambedkar and bhagat singh it is very clear every minister every image every press conference all the guys are wearing the punjab swearing in of maan kesari turbans photograph whether it's you know the chief minister's house or office there is ambedkar and bhagat singh The proposed oh, kesari has become like a pattern, is it? I didn't know that. Uh, kesari is that color? Kesar ka color. It's, it's more. No, no. So, but they're, but they're using it that much kesar that it's almost become like a thing. In English, thing. is called saffron. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, what, 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 you're saying what? Jessie, I lost you there. No, I was saying I didn't know that they were wearing it that much that it's sort of become like an identity thing. Yeah, basically, it's new. It hasn't been even been a year, but that is clearly the aim. Um, and also the logo change. You know, they've got Ambedkar blue and kesari into their logo. The next battle is of incorporating the tiranga, and that is what I believe is happening. So the moment you see the tiranga, you see BJP. You know what Indira did. So this incorporating of slogans or images or of symbols is what I think politics is about today. For the BJP, the rallying point uh, is nationalism. Okay, and all the symbols that they are trying to appropriate is something to. uh you know support this nationalism okay they want to you know go to an extent that if you uh insult bjp you are insulting nationalism mm. okay this so 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 that that is how and very cleverly and very effectively they have communicated uh this to the uh to the nation okay so aam aadmi party is also trying to play around it so hmm. instead of nationalism they have picked up deshbhakti hmm okay so if you ha patriotism so deshbhakti so they their their uh, rallying point is this and they are also trying to uh, you know uh, appropriate these symbols uh, you know uh, to 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 ensure that their this deshbhakti resonates more than uh, nationalism because as hmm. a political party i mean they are they competing with each other its place is more as a force multiplier so it cannot be the key part of a party's strategy but since we are living more and more in a visual age so any opportunity or even driven political campaigns are now ever going one they never stop so events and symbols are appropriated in that way that uh, if uh, even if makes a difference of say 2 3% of uh, uh, attracting the floating or the fence sitters 
floating voters, fence sitters or youth who are looking for some kind of political imagery to hitch to early in life, it can appeal to them. BJP is not co-opting symbols, it's co-opted nationalism. So any symbol that is allied with nationalism is there. They're trying to make it theirs. And they're doing the same thing with the flag. This putting it outside every home is a very American sort of thing. I think that we've all seen in American movies and shows. Hmm. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.